god, half speed. Hi, welcome to Bad Audiobooks, a parody brought to you by our librarian li- uh, patrons of Patreon. I'm your host, Nick Masmanian, along with my co-host, Ken Heidelman. Thank you so much for listening to our show about good books read badly. So, Nick, what's coming off the shelf today? We are in our first installment of the Bad Audiobooks Book Club. It's a show where we what? have other people than us on it. And in this show, we'll be reading some short stories and having good times with those guests who wish to be on our show because they they're awesome they're just straight up awesome our guests today are amanda meadows and jeffrey golden um they're two goofballs from los angeles they founded the devastator which was the only comic book press in america or comic comedy press, comedy, yeah. press comedy press in america <laughs> uh praised by the av club wired entertainment weekly and more they've also written and created podcasts and audio fiction from stitcher nerdist wondery and campfire media now, Amanda is a senior editor of comics publisher Oni Press, and Jeffrey is a narrative designer for video game studios around the world. That's right. Comedy, podcasts, video games. Jeffrey and Amanda are masters of the trash arts. Their cat, Gilda, insisted on being mentioned here. So welcome. <laughs> here they are. Thank you for having us. Imagine if we were the only comic press in America. We have the monopoly on, on, How uh, amazing. on comic. <laughs> I think you I'd would be worth the money. Imagine would be- you, it's like, oh, you want to publish Walking Dead? You can only yeah. have to come to us. You want to publish yeah. Spider-Man? That's us. That's us, baby. <laughs> I'm glad you guys are my new like best friends. That's the case. Points. So good. <laughs> so today we are going to be reading uh, a, a compilation of short stories from Grimm's Fairy Tales. But before we get to that, I would like to talk about very quickly, because we are here to talk about the 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 hot deal which is your guys's new show dirt cheap and, and can you tell us a bit more about that show absolutely uh we'd be happy to dirt cheap is a show where i read a weird old book to amanda yeah and we react to it in real time and uh while i'm reading uh our awesome sound effects team are putting uh, interesting and cool layers of uh, you know music and sound effects on to kind of give it an immersive feel. Yes, it's really immersive. Yeah, the the all of the red parts have uh, like an ambiance to them, and then we torpedo that and interrupt <laughs> to make fun of what's going on in the book, which is usually inexplicable. the The book we're reading uh, this season is called "Murder in the Glass Room" by Lester Fuller and Edwin Rolf. And it's a, a murder mystery from 1945. Uh, it's about Phil Norris, who is a bookie and a self-described uh, bad detective uh, who becomes oh, wow. the number one suspect in his wife's murder. And bumbles oh, around Los yes. Angeles trying to figure out who actually did it. It's it's great. He has wow. so many problems and he attempts to fix none of them yeah. while trying to solve <laughs> the biggest problem in his life. It's so funny. <laughs> I, I really have to admit the sound design is super good. <laughs> like it's well, thank it you. very fun. It is out. You can get it uh, on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Yep. It's currently available. Yeah, yeah. Just search for Dirt Cheap in any of your podcast places. And uh, yeah, the first two episodes are out right now. But possibly more when this comes out. Possibly. Yeah, there could be more. <laughs> there may be even more than two episodes. So, <laughs> you know, luck be a lady tonight. If yeah. <laughs> you go to that feed your and odds there's like are good. six episodes. <laughs> I mean, awesome, awesome. hot ticket. So, mm-hmm. so thank you for being on our show, and uh, it's Thanks wonderful having, having you here. Of course, yeah, yeah. fellow book readers unite. Anyway, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we uh, have a choice of five stories for you to choose from. We know nothing about what the stories are about. We straight up picked them because of the titles, and we're just gonna jump in like we normally do, super blind, and we'll see how see where this world takes us. The words take us. Wonderful, so, excellent. Uh, We'll let, we'll let you guys choose. Uh, they were all from selected from Grimm's Fairy Tales, uh, ones that we haven't read yet. Uh, all right. Uh, Nick, do you want to read the two that you picked? Yes. Uh, the two that I picked are The Mouse, The Bird, and The Sausage, and one The title. Robber Bridegroom. Okay. Ken, right. what and about you? What, got, do you have, what do you have available? I've got you? Lazy Harry, Glass Coffin, and Dr. Knowall. These were wow. all from the Grimm's fairy tales. Yes. 
some of these sound like Bond films. I'm just going to say. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Good point. The mouse, the bird, and the sausage. <laughs> James Bond and Lazy Harry. Are they, they're back at it again. Uh, yeah. Wow, that's got a ring to it. I am I am leaning towards Lazy Harry. Me too. Oh, sorry. I kind of want to know more about The title is so judgmental. I know. That I can't wait to hear what oh, the story dude. is. And it's like. a Grimm's fairy tale, so I assume like Lazy Harry is going to die in like a funny way. <laughs> so, it's like a cautionary tale. You can only tale. hope. Yeah, one can only pray that he dies in an interesting way. Yes, it, let's see what sloth befalls him. <laughs> and Nick, make sure to give lots of pauses. So I want yeah. them to have tons of opportunity to jump in and rip this thing to shreds. Yes, yes. No, I, I will be uh, I'll be trying to keep the pacing crisp without being too fast. Without Perfect. Being too and we curious. are reading this in the original German, correct? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not sure what the point I mean, is. we're purists. We have to do it in the original. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's good. That's uh, good. We, uh, um, ich spiele Deutsch in um, this uh, story. Sprechisch um, <laughs> die Schnudel. Schnudel? All right. Now we're into brother. The Brothers Grimm presents Lazy Harry. Harry was lazy. We're on a good start. And although he had nothing else to do but drive his goat daily to pasture, he nonetheless groaned when he went home after a day's work was done. Oh man, how do you get those that sweet, sweet goat driving gig? I know. <laughs> I mean, that's... Harry takes for granted. Sounds like a real nice life. Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of people goatless in this time, so yeah. I hope he understands and appreciates he, what he has. He does clearly does not. He is he in, groans whenever he has to do it. He's, in, <laughs> in his provincial town, in the provincial township in which this was read, they groaned in thinking that he had his own goat. How dare he? They all had a community goat. So. He doesn't appreciate the competition. It's <laughs> role. You had to have a private goat. Man, right. <laughs> yeah. wow, imagine! Oh, All right, well, oh, so, well, so far, I want to say I'm on the Brothers Grimm side. I I dislike Lazy Harry and already, uh, I dislike his, his attitude. He should be more grateful. Uh, and his goat wealth. Yes, we understand entirely. <laughs> it is a third world problem. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm ready for Lazy Harry to be punished. Absolutely. German style. Yeah, hopefully very violently. Let, let's see how we do. Uh, so we have open auditions for Lazy Harry. Would any of you like to be cast as Harry? Oh, I'd be honored to play Lazy Harry. Please. Go for it in any manner you feel befits Lazy Harry. It is indeed a heavy burden, said he. And a worrisome employment to drive a goat into the field this way, year after year, to <laughs> the autumn. Oh my God! Where, where, where? If one could, if one could but lie down and sleep, but no, one must have one's eye open, lest it hurts the young trees, or squeezes what? itself through the hedge into a garden, or runs away altogether. <laughs> <laughs> Come back! You, you said it, pal. <laughs> my, my, my one, my friend, but also uh, my that that who with whom I resent the most, my goat. Why do you hate me? Why? <laughs> How can one have any rest or peace of one's life? Uh, wow! That yeah, was a... I mean, wow. this is. Let me tell you, this guy would not like the modern gig economy. <laughs> no. Oh, no. What do you mean I have to use an app? Oh. Harry, you forgot to clock in again. Jesus. That's Dr. Bay. What do you mean I have to file taxes? That's a written warning, Harry. It's written now. I have to say, though... Uh, in some ways, I, I could relate to Lazy Harry. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> day He's my hero. Let's be honest. Yeah. Like, yeah, we how can all... one have any rest or peace of one's life? Like, yeah, yeah. I, it's 2020. I feel that, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, yeah, you're... Listen, I because on the one hand, I could be like, you. all you do is ride a goat. Like, that's... It's like, you could have a lot... You have a lot of time to think 
even rest maybe if you get the right kind of like you know if you like get a card or something and you can train the goat to drive itself like i mean yeah there there are opportunities i mean we talk about ai being the future of driving really it's goats we just need to get them in the driver's seat again and just let it the elon musketeers are working on self-driving goats I believe the AI is based on goat brains. So, right. yeah, I believe that's part of it. That's is, where their level is. Yeah. They have, like, in, like, the lab, there's, like, it shows you, like, the Man. brain, right. the equivalent brain of an AI at yeah, this point. Yeah, there's just a bunch of wires hooked up to a goat. Right. <laughs> I think Elon did, did do a, signals in. It's a like, I like tin cans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Neuralink was hooked up to a pig, so it's not that far from a goat. We're ready to yeah, go. Yeah, there you go. Um, he seated himself, collected his thoughts, and considered how he could set his shoulders free from this burden. <laughs> God, really? For a long time, all thinking was uh, to no purpose. But suddenly, it was as if scales fell from his eyes. What? I how many know scales? What? Yeah, like, well, I guess the scales from is that maybe like... He, he got a bright idea? Well, I mean, that's the, that's how I'm interpreting oh, it. Oh, it must be like dollar signs in his eyes. Yeah. Oh. This is like the 500 years ago version of dollar signs in his eyes because scales, you'd be like measuring, like Makes sense. counter yeah, measuring what you're paying This is cha-ching. This is cha-ching. This is a cha-ching moment. Yeah. I thought that it was like, oh, good morning, Harry. Wow, your lizard eyes are looking so beautiful today. <laughs> so reflective. <laughs> Oh, I just read ahead and don't, uh, don't go too far. Don't go no, too well, far. I read don't ahead. Off the path. Just this sentence, and I, 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 I'm ready for this sentence. All right, get ready. I know what I will do. He cried. I will marry Fat Trina, who <laughs> has also a goat, and can take mine out with hers. Okay. And then I shall have no more need to trouble myself. Ah, uh, yes. Lean down on woman. <laughs> the solution to every men's problem. How do I automate this? Get a Yeah. Ah, yes. Uh, yes. Make woman's problem. Then walk away. Yeah. <laughs> by herself. Trina, so much judgment being cast on her, even from the people that want to marry her. It's crazy. <laughs> That's just I her kinda, name, man. I kind of hope that... I kind of hope this backfires and Trina is like, oh, I can't I'm wait. also lazy and you have to take my three goats out. And he's like, oh no. I made the ultimate folly. This is going to start turning into a math mal- problem. I was hoping it's a malicious coming. Yeah, if he, okay, if, if Lazy Harry has one goat <laughs> and Trina has five goats and Lazy Harry wants to Relieve his burden from all work. You know, walk many... five leagues to the, to the nearest uh, market. Right. How, how many Trinas does he have to marry? In... <laughs> how many glasses of goat's milk can Harry drink by the time Tina gets to there at dawn? <laughs> so, uh, so Harry got up, set his weary legs in motion, just so tired after all that work of not doing anything, and went right across the street. For it was no farther <laughs> oh, to where parents, the parents of Fat Trina lived and asked for their industrious and virtuous daughter in marriage. I the guarantee d- this guy woke up in a ditch that morning. This is the scene. <laughs> oh, yeah. The everyone parents- here smells so bad. The, yeah. Oh, it's, it's the worst smelling group of, of individuals. No one thinks about that when they talk about, I want to travel back in history. I'm like, no, you don't. Yeah. I'm always no. About the smells, it's yeah. Oh, come the on. smells are the worst. Yeah, um, you you just instantly die. You like travel back in time. You smell the air, and you're like, oh, I'm listen, dead. Yeah, like people think like, oh, one chamber pot, whatever. No, it's millions of chamber pots everywhere. Everything's a Every, chamber pot. Everything is <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, and no toilet paper. Also, you use your pot. hand, the left one. <laughs> it's just yeah. Oh boy, the smelliest group of people. Um. The parents did not reflect long. <laughs> so who wants to be uh, the parents? I'll be oh, the parents. Yeah. yeah okay. uh, birds of a feather flock together. They thought and consented. In what wow. way? If she's industrious, in what way are they birds of a feather? 
And they just like, well, I guess they see him alone driving his goat through the mud. Oh, and they're every like, day, and they're like, "Oh, that's a guy who works hard." I see. You know, this lazy Harry's going to be a good match. Move his burden. Oh. That's not something that they were thinking about. Man, yeah, he really misrepresented himself, I guess, to them. Uh, I've like, always been a great guy, Harry. I I love your work initiative. Oh, <laughs> I've only seen you work for yeah. fifteen minutes right now, but clearly you're a good person. Listen up, sharks. I've got a co-drive <laughs> business that's really taking off. If you invest me, and by that I mean let me marry your daughter, <laughs> we can triple our our goat driving output. I'm in, but only for half of my daughter. Uh, and I'll take uh, 60% of the sales. That's my, my take. So Fat Trina Counter became offer. Harry's wife. <laughs> what? That's it? it? Yep. Yep, that's it. You're, you're, you're done. You done did it. a lot of time it. back then. No. <laughs> Sounds good. Let's do this. The ripe old age of 40 was really, you know, a time to be alive. And let out <laughs> both goats. Harry had a good time of it and had no work that he required to rest from but his own idleness. He only went out with her now and then and said... I merely do it that I may afterwards enjoy rest more. Otherwise, one loses all feeling for it. <laughs> He's wow. like, listen, I could laze around all day, but right. then it'll start to feel a little samey. So yeah, I guess I'll come out with you and help you work every once bit. in a while just to remind myself of how good it is to be resting while you're working. <laughs> he, I mean, I gotta hand, I gotta hand it to him. Like, that is some good logic. Like... <laughs> <laughs> like you think about like like you think about like a Garfield by comparison oh. with like presumably although that it's not true it's like presumably in the comic strip you know, he's like always sleeping and like always eating and it's like yeah it's like it's monotonous like that's why you have to throw Odie off a table every exactly once in a while. Right. you have to yeah. exert that effort every once and in a while bringing John to be a moron every once in a while right it's true. Ooh, so far, I, Harry has envisioned his plan to fruition. It's this is happening for him. He's working <laughs> he, he saw it, he envisioned it, and he went for it. We can't, we yeah. can't, we cannot cast out or or shade throw shade. No, Harry he, is he's living his dream. Manifesting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there it is, manifesting. <laughs> and get and let's get ready for all that to crumble. But Fat Trina was no less idle. So. Mm. Uh, I could also yeah. play Fat Trina unless someone else. Or I mean, does it matter? Wonder World too. No, I mean, I, I'm, I'm really definitely playing Fat Trina. Here we go. Fat Trina, I feel like, is the unsung hero. Uh, yeah, yeah, the story should probably be Fat Trina. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, all right, go for it. Did you uh, already say me? Fat Trina was no less idle? <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, uh, yeah. I can read it. I'll read. I'll go back. I'll go back. Okay, great. But, but Fat Trina was no less idle. Dear Harry. She said one day. Why should we make our lives so toilsome when there is no need for it and thus ruin the best days of our youth? Would it not be better for us to give the two goats which disturb us every morning in our sweetest sleep with their bleeding to <laughs> our neighbor? <laughs> and wow. he will give us a beehive for them. We will put the beehive in a sunny place behind the house and trouble ourselves no more about it. Bees do not require to be taken care of or driven into the field. They fly out and find the way home again for themselves and collect honey without giving the very least trouble. Man, she is she is industrious. She is on it. Yeah, like, she sounds like me. Just I've got the plan. The pl <laughs> Yes, that's right. This is good. Yeah, th okay. Do everything now, that I say or now, else you're wrong. <laughs> now, I can think of some problems with beekeeping in this era, but... <laughs> <laughs> but no 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 it's a brilliant idea it's a brilliant but but that then again yeah in terms of like she's right it's like if the so this makes me wonder was she is she actually industrious or was she just like waiting to like unlock her inner laziness like <laughs> or is harry trap. like is harry like uh rubbing off on her like well, it seems like if, if I were Fat Trina and the second I got married, I was immediately out in the fields driving three goats by myself. Right. I'd be like, maybe this isn't working. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, the, she she knows that he only helps her sometimes. <laughs> so, 
think, you know, this is some self-preservation for the one person who's doing all the work. Yeah, I think uh, I think you may be right here. You know, it's, it's time to restructure and pivot. She's got it. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, she knows when to pivot to bees. Pivot to bees. Exactly. <laughs> Thou hast spoken like a sensible woman, replied Harry. We will carry out thy proposal without delay. And besides all that, honey tastes better and nourishes one better than goat's milk. And it can be kept longer, too. Yeah, I mean, all right. There, this all listen, sounds like a good rationale. Listen, honestly. quite frankly, so f- we're halfway through the story. Yeah, this is not a bad outcome. Like the two of them are on the same page. Like in general, like so far, I'm I'm okay with this. So like, far, this is like a very like good model for like <laughs> marital like conversation in the yeah. 1500s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. actually going to say, I wonder if this was almost like a like a warning thing. Like, we want you to be more industrious, workers. Listen to the plight of these lazy people trying to make their lives easier. Well, I assume that we're in for a turn, right? But yeah. but at this moment, when I read that this paragraph, especially, they are communicating well. They're on the same page, right? You know, uh, they both have the same goals. He's listening to her because. This could also be a thing where he was like, women shouldn't tell men what to do. You're trying to get yourself out of goat driving. (laughs) Nope, I married you to goat drive. Get back out there. Right. No, it said he, I mean, he pivoted too from his plan, you know, so. Exactly. uh, So, okay, I I am, so far, I'm I'm with them on this. I think we're doing okay. Yeah, I'm still tracking. I'm still tracking too. We're probably going to wish the story ended right here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, they got the, the beehive. Time, and the beehive made the millions of ducats. The end. You know? <laughs> oh, the neighbor willingly gave a beehive for the two goats. The bees. Yeah, flew. sounds good. Yeah, <laughs> this is a fair I, trade on my part. More working. work for me, less for you. <laughs> the the bees flew in and out from early morning till late evening without ever tiring. And filling and filled the hive with the most beautiful honey, so that in autumn Harry was able to take a whole pitcherful out of it. Well, uh, you know that's what happens with bees; they are yeah. industrious, uh, and they're able to successfully uh, get the honey. So, so uh, that yeah. was one of my that was I'm one surprised. of my questions was whether or not they're going to get their going to get super stung by these bees. Yeah, they're all just going to get my girl or something. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) No. So far, that doesn't seem to be the issue. (laughs) Not a bunch of Macaulay Culkin's chumps out there. A Macaulay hurt so much. Starred me. (laughs) I've been afraid of bees ever since. Absolutely. Dude, that moment is seriously fucked up. (laughs) It works. It totally is true. I can't wait for the sequel. There was a sequel. There was. There, was. there is. Yeah. yeah. My Girl yeah. 2. I don't know what it was. I don't but remember I know that it ex- either. I know it, that it existed. It was on she HBO goes, in 1994, 1995. I, I know that. Uh, she randomly goes to California to find her father, I believe, and, or see her father. Because the whole thing is that she's she's living with her divorced mom and Dan Aykroyd's the funeral director stepdad. And I remember this <laughs> stuff because my brain is weird and works this way. Uh, so the, did, someone, the, did someone else die a crazy death? Um, no, but Ben Stein's in it randomly as a photographer for our wedding. So, you know, there you go, I guess. I guess I was kind of hoping that like the My Girl series would be a little like Final Destination. Right. (laughs) Like everybody who she loves is like killed in some like crazy animal accident. (laughs) (laughs) I love your daughter. Dearly. Like trampled by a rhinoceros or something. God, my rhinoceros farm. Who knew it would go so awry so fast? <laughs> what were you even milking from them? I don't know. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so, the uh, rhino honey. It's so. It's the sweetest of all. <laughs> they they placed the jug on a board which was fixed to the wall of their bedroom. Bedroom is hyphenated for some reason. I, I like that. <laughs> and as they were afraid that it might be stolen from them or that mice might find it. Okay. Trina brought in a stout hazel stick and put it beside her bed. 
so that without unnecessary get, unnecessary getting up, she might reach it with her hand and drive away the uninvited guests. But, I mean, are, I'm fine with that. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's again, it's it. This seems right. This, this you sounds know, good. Sounds like a good plan. I don't know. I, yeah, I got my waving stick. I'm here to. <laughs> I'm here to you know wave <laughs> off anything that's gonna fly <laughs> near my honey while I sleep. Get away. It's a good get system. Away. This no is the part out of a warm bed when you don't have to. The stick is amazing. <laughs> That's I'm I'm sensing I'm sensing a product. Just gotta say it anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah right. this is if this honey thing doesn't work out, the 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 stick thing is yeah, gonna be. Yeah, let's get the, back to the sharks with this one. Yeah, he's an entrepreneur. It's gotta be said. <laughs> Lazy Harry did not like to leave his bed before noon. God, yeah. He who rises early, said he waste his substance you know yeah i mean again we're we're hitting the we're reminding the audience that he is lazy (laughs) you know so 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 in case you forgot like in case you were swept up in this great marriage and all this innovation uh, (laughs) modern innovations like sticks and pitchers full of honey my god we are still lazy efficiency yeah absolutely efficiency and like lowering your overhead. These are all <laughs> like classic capitalist <laughs> values. Right. That's how we sell this. That's how we sell this to the Anne Ranian fan club and stuff. This is really <laughs> yes. all about small government and taking care of yourself over everyone else. This is what this is about. This is why you should read The Brothers Grimm. So on that <laughs> note, let's let's cut to our commercial break. So, Amanda and Jeffrey, you are here again on our show, and we're so happy you're here. You here. I can't speak well here. right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there anything you would like to, to talk about uh, in, during our ad space? Because that's what this is for. Ads. Well, uh, boy, do we have things to talk about, like our podcast, Dirt Chief. Absolutely. Which is out, uh, and you can find that anywhere you listen to your podcasts. We can guarantee you that at least two episodes are up by the time you are listening to this. Yes. That's the Jeffrey and Amanda guarantee. And I'm Sometimes. a third party, and I can verify it's there. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, but it's it's so much fun to 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 make. I mean, if you this is you know if you if you were enjoying this, if you enjoy uh, this format, which I think is a fun format, uh, I think you'll really dig Dirt Cheap. It's uh, very yeah. similar in that way. Exactly. We're, we're interrupting. Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah, we love it. We love reading and interrupting. I think the <laughs> I think the interrupt I think the interrupting genre is something that should should just always be here for all of us to enjoy. I agree. We, we it's need an a category. American pastime. Interrupting people. <laughs> an American pastime. That's, we need a new iTunes category, I think, for interrupt <laughs> podcasts about interruptions. <laughs> <laughs> and we can be like, we can trade off as numbers one and two in the There you in, go. In the charts. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> I'm going to interrupt each other's placement. I love it. Yes, we will create a strong oligarchy within the <laughs> genre. <laughs> Do we um, get big fur coats to look very, uh, you know, great in our oil portraits that hang over our bedroom uh, doors? Because we get, yes. we get fur coats with big embroidered patches on them that say number one. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> like most fur coats, you want to put patches on them. <laughs> yeah. <cool>. yeah. <laughs> this animal lived and died, and it now carries a a number. <laughs> Um, what, uh, so, but, uh, apart from a uh, dirt cheap, do we have, we do other things as well. Yes, we do. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I, I work mm-hmm. in books. Uh, I am a, a publisher known as Oni Press. We're kind of famous for doing Scott Pilgrim. We're the official place to get Rick and Morty comics, but we also have a, a really great sex positive LGBTQIA plus imprint called Limerence Press, which I am now heading up, um, Ooh. after Thank you. Yeah, the uh, founder, Ari Yarwood, started Limerence Press, and now I'm sort of taking it over with um, some new titles, including um, our Quick and Easy Guide series, which is really popular. Um, I don't know if you've seen our guide to they, them pronouns. It's kind of like been used as the sort of de facto guide for people who are being introduced to gender neutral language. Um and Fantastic. we have a new quick and easy guide. Yes, uh, we have a new quick and easy guide coming out this month called "A Quick and Easy Guide to Consent: 
and it's Ooh. like I mean consent it's huge it encompasses everything so um highly recommend uh buying a million copies of that and disseminating it from a helicopter absolutely um, giving it to your coworkers <laughs> and your grandmothers and everybody why um, is it reading books ah! <laughs> you you should you learn so much from these books so fast. I, I I've read some of them and they're just they're really entertaining. Yeah. And uh, and and you just you, you learn so much. It's so good. It's so good. These are such. This is the book is a is a mitzvah truly to ah. the to, to the world. Yeah, and it's uh, Isabella Rotman and Luke Howard did that book and it's just perfect. Um, it really does get you to the heart of the matter um, and i also do fun books at oni too uh like our uh a hilarious tribute to new jack swing and boy band comedies called smooth city um it's like a fresh prince of <laughs> bel-air met archie comics in like a hip-hop dance battle it's it's yeah that that's also coming out this month um highly recommend I read a I read a preview copy and it is very good. I'm very much into New Jack Swing, so this uh, it was really fun. Great yeah, name. almost like it kind of reminds me of uh, a little bit of like the monkeys in like yes. the best way of like how yeah, it's like it's like the monkeys in the '90s. It's like oh, it's like the madcap you know adventures of these four fun characters in uh, in this world of music in a tough and weird world. Yes, exactly. Uh, it's it's uh, it's been a joy. Uh, so yeah, uh, Oni Press. You can go to onipress.com any old time and buy all of our books. Uh, they are all very funny and good. Yes, I. So uh, as a fan of a weird old books myself, I'm a, I'm a big fan of choose your path adventure game books. Uh, I'm not sure how familiar you guys are with those, but I mean a, a classic American example would be uh, choose your own adventure series. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's also ones like Fighting Fantasy that incorporate like D and D elements. Um, oh my god, this sounds amazing! I'm about to say it sounds yeah, like oh, right up Kent's alley, and yeah, my, oh, mine as well. Amazing. Yeah, solo RPGs. Check them out. There's there's ones for pretty much any genre that you like. So Fighting Fantasy is like fantasy books. Uh, there's like Car Wars, which is like uh, Mad Max kind <laughs> of thing. There's the Marvel superhero ones for like oh, play, wow. you know there's like X Men one, Spider Man one. But yeah, they're like they're they're books, but you interact with them as if they were a role playing game, right? Um, so uh, I'm a big fan of the genre, and I thought, well, what if we could do this via email? Like, what if we could do like short mini game books where uh, players get to make one important choice, and there's uh, and and there's like mechanics like D and D style, but very pared down, like mechanics that go along with each game right and so uh so i started adventure snack which is uh yeah the the email rpg newsletter and oh that's uh, you... a great idea oh that thank you so great much idea. It's, it's a great ad- use of a newsletter too that's that's really cool that's it's solid fun. We, we, oh thank you it's fun we do it twice a month uh they're completely free to play uh, I, I write them because I enjoy doing them. It, it's always a game design challenge. It's interesting to uh, to try to pack a lot of game into very little space. Right. So I'm, I'm constantly trying to think of new and interesting mechanics and things for uh, for my players. And uh, yeah, you can subscribe to Adventure Snack. It's free to play at adventuresnack.com. There's also a library of over 25 games already that you can check out. Yeah, you can totally like spelunk the archives um, <laughs> to find some of my personal favorite adventure snacks. Like you are the president's cat, where it is <laughs> where the red but the red phone is like uh, ringing and someone's got to press the nuclear button, and you're the president's <laughs> cat. You've got to decide what to do, and I it's. Love it. But it's one of my favorite things in the whole world. Um, and, there, and there's this entire one where, like, you're a du- where you discover a duck genie. Um, there's what? just yeah, they are they are all over the place. From this is incredible, love from it. like love actual it. high fantasy stories to sci-fi to goofs like uh, a a playable version of the famous baby shoes poem. Yeah, uh, also a favorite of oh, mine. No. <laughs> Oh, oh no! <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the, the groan of of uh, of people finding out there's so much fun excitement to do at <laughs> Yeah, that's so a, it's a groan of joy. Play. It's a groan of 
curious joy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's what occupies my free time. I actually did one recently. I did my first video one um, where I played uh, an evil wizard, and uh, and you defeat. You, I, I won't spoil it for you, but it's called Skull Sword, and uh, you can you get a limited number of choices in terms of uh, in terms of defeating me, but. Uh, it was a lot of fun to it was a lot of fun to do it. So I'm I'm constantly experimenting with it, and and that again is uh, I do it through Substack, and it's at, called AdventureSnack.com. It's at AdventureSnack.com. Well, thank That's you for amazing. sharing us those projects. They sound amazing. So definitely, I guys, go check. Yeah, y'all go check it out. It sounds like a blast. Every single thing I just heard, I will definitely go see checking out myself. <laughs> and uh, and uh, we'll we'll jump back into the book now. But man, what a that was the Thank best you. ad break. That is an amazing That's the best ad one ever. We gave you a very hearty ad break. We have yeah, a lot was, of things to talk about. <laughs> I think that's actually good. Like it was that was really well done. Congrats. Like it was conversation. <laughs> that was great. So oh, thank, thank you. you. Okay. I, we did it. We're like number one on the leaderboard here. We yeah, did it. Yeah. High five. <sighs> anyway. Yay. <laughs> Get out those fur coats. <laughs> All right, we'll jump back in now. Good. Our sound mixing is glorious. Um, it's brought to you by Panasonic. <laughs> uh, Panasonic from the 90s for whenever you need a tape recorder. Uh, one morning when he was still lying amongst the feathers in broad daylight, resting after his long sleep, he said to his wife, Women are fond of sweet things. and Thou art always tasting the honey in private. It will be better for us to exchange it for a goose. Wow. With a young gosling. Wow. Before thou eatest up the whole of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Well, oh, well, here we go. Yeah, here it comes. All right. I knew the shoe was yeah, going to drop was, somewhere. Yeah, here it comes. <laughs> but. Clearly your name betrays you. Anyway. <laughs> uh, but. Answered Trina. Not before we have a child to take care of them. Am I to worry myself with the little geese and spend all my strength on them to no purpose? We need to hire someone and we can't have them say no. So let's uh, let's have a kid. I mean, that, yeah, I mean, that, that was definitely a business that's, plan. That's the original human scam. <laughs> right. <laughs> you have been born to work. <laughs> Welcome to uh, mother, initiate, mother, uh, orientation. <laughs> yeah so yeah welcome to a uh, feudalism orientation you are you are four years old we are now going to teach you how to use your tiny fingers to stick you <laughs> stick them into the plow to <laughs> father mother i am bleeding in the field do you not wait for me oh that is good oh <laughs> i have duties as a child this is what god wanted yeah. <laughs> As I'm looking you at your resume. God is <laughs> the ultimate like you HR can't person. escape because so, I'll find you. So yeah, just great. We'll hire you. <laughs> All right, uh, uh, so to, to Lazy Harry or uh, yep. Dost thou think, said Harry, that the youngster will look after the geese? Nowadays, children no longer obey. They do according to their own fancy. Wow. Because they consider themselves cleverer than their parents. Just like that lad who was sent to seek the cow and chased three blackbirds. I uh, do like that that this meme started so I early. know. Yeah. I was just thinking that. Oh my kids these days with their bed sticks. Yeah, like what is this? The fifteenth century or something? <laughs> Human problems oh, have never changed. Dot JPEG. <laughs> Kids these days. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's really funny. Oh, Kids, Lord. They're so clever. Kids think they're so clever with their uh, skipping and their, their, <laughs> their, their jump ropes and their and rock throwing <laughs> and oh, pushing sticks with hoops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gleefully kicking cans down the road. My God. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> oh, I, I'm looking ahead. This is going to become like a marriage story. I think it's just yeah. back and forth here. So yeah, this ready. is going to be good. Okay. Oh, replied Trina. This one shall fare badly if he does not do what I say. <laughs> I will take a <laughs> stick and belabor his skin for Ooh. him with more blows than I can count. 
Look, Harry. Cry, uh, oh cried in her, in her zeal. <laughs> and seized the stick, which she had to drive the mice away with. That's a prototype. Don't break it. <laughs> Don't break that prototype. <laughs> no, no, this is good. We're discovering multiple uh, use cases for this stick. So that's really important. Yeah, this is good R&D. Look, this is the way I will fall on him. She reached out her arm to strike, but unhappily hit the honey pitcher <laughs> above the bed. Because that's where you store things. <laughs> the pitcher struck against the wall and fell down in fragments. And the fine honey streamed down on the ground. No! I, <laughs> it's, it's interesting because it seems like the thing that she's proposing, which is beating the child to would do be, the work to do the work would actually be it would be a lot easier to just keep getting this honey yeah like, now you have to manage a child yeah the management of this child i i, I guess she thinks it's gonna be easy but it's not gonna be easy um I, I think it's more just like she's she's just as lazy as harry so she's like if i just have a baby that could take care of it and then i don't have to well, do it anymore Oh well, yeah, I get. Oh, listen, I get that, but I think she's proving her own point. Yeah, oh, yeah. That, it, that she's proving against her point is, which is that uh, it's not going to be easy to take care of this child. She's going to have to flail a stick around. Oh yeah, she wouldn't have to do that with a with a. She wouldn't have to do that with a bee. Right, you know? bees are just kind of thing. So, uh, are the bees in their bedroom right now? Is this what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're not getting that, but yeah, they're constantly stung by bees. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. The honey is the honey is now. Yeah, the honey is destroyed, and it's all it's over all the bad. room. It's all bad. Yeah. Uh, there lie the goose and the young gosling, said Harry, and want no looking after. But it is lucky that the pitcher did not fall on my head. We have all reason to be satisfied with our lot. Uh, I mean, that's I feel that's like a positivity. Coming. I sense yeah. more. Well, it could yeah. be killed by a coconut, you know. Yeah. It's, uh, it's uh, it could always be worse. Yeah, there you I'm go. surprised at the optimism. I gotta say, he's covered in honey. His entire job has just been destroyed in front of his eyes, and he's like, ah, it could have been worse. Yeah, and and, and oh, go ahead. Oh, I think we got some description here. And then, oh, yeah, we do. As, uh, and then he saw that there was still some honey in one of the fragments. He stretched out his hand for it and said quite gaily, The remains, my wife, we will still eat with a relish and we will rest a little after the fright we have had. What matters if we, uh, what matters if we do get up a little later the day is always long enough. <laughs> He's got his priorities straight. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Answered Trina. <laughs> we shall always get to the end of it at the proper time. Dost thou know that the snail was once asked to a wedding and set out to go, but arrived at the christening. In front of the house, it fell over the fence. Oh, sorry. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, oh, okay, yeah. The, yeah. Dost thou know that the snail was once asked to do a wedding and set out to go, but arrived at the christening? In front of the house, it fell over the fence and said, speed does no good. Well, the uh, end. And what the, what the, what? I, that took a turn. What I didn't, happened? Yeah. <laughs> I think the story is basically confirms that they should have stayed lazy. Yeah. They had they br they had a brilliant lazy scheme, and then they tried to push their luck. They tried to push their luck. Mm -hmm. I don't think this is. I was kind of expecting this story to be about laziness being bad, but I think that the story's like kind of okay with laziness. I, I think it's more about uh yeah not uh, not pushing your lot in life too much and just enjoying what you have i guess what yeah, do you want more to be like a nobility in not trying to raise above your station right and yeah. like i forget when grim brothers the fairy tales were happening uh but i mean if it at all coincides with the era where all the philosophers were talking about self-interest and schemes and 
you know, mm -hmm. uh, and the slave trade started boiling mm -hmm. up, like, it would make sense that morals to poor people would be, you shouldn't be trying to go conquer anything. Exactly. You shouldn't be trying to, like, own the village. Um, yeah. You just tend Don't dream. to the shit you have. Yeah. And, and Lay I mean, in bed with your wife all day and, and yeah. eat honey. This is good. <laughs> If yeah, you're a feudal I mean, lord, I'm I think you're important. Yeah, if you're a feudal lord, I, I'd approve this message. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, all right, you that know, and look, it doesn't seem like their marriage, like, like they had like a little an animated discussion, but it doesn't seem like like this is like ruined their marriage. If anything, maybe they're they're. Uh, the experience has brought them closer together. It in seems some way. like it. I mean, it's it's. It, I still feel like they need to discuss how excited she was uh, <laughs> to, 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 beat to beat a child. A child. But, you know, if they don't have a child, then that's something they could just laugh about later, I right. guess. <laughs> Remember that time you wanted to have children to beat them? I mean, I'm so glad we didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Can you believe that? Well, I would say I would put this in the category of a Grimm's deep cuts. Yeah. Hides <laughs> and rarities folder. Yeah, absolutely. I can actually read this and be okay with it folder. Okay. That's that's all right, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's one of it's like it doesn't have any like wild elements like a witch eating someone whole or anything like that. Oh, um, that spice was missing. Not a lot of torture, but there was. Not, uh, yeah, there leaning, was a lot of like. Uh, there was wanting yeah. of torture, though. We exactly. leaned toward misogyny we for a hot minute. I kind of wondered if that, ma if like the mouse was going to be a thing. Like, yeah. If there's yeah. going to be like a talking mouse or something that was like, I'll trade you the honey for right. a secret. We're like the mouse mice. Secret. Yeah, the mice like out scheme the humans or something. Right. Oh, that would have been so good. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would have. I hey, wish we had that. notes. Yeah, this is a <laughs> situation that might be better. Yeah, I think you want. I think you wanted to do Stuart Little, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or the mouse rode the motorcycle, or whatever. Yeah, like is that is that Stuart Little? Yeah, it is. Um, if you give a mouse a honey, <laughs> you give a mouse a motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's how it goes. So, um, let's transition to the uh, part of our show, which is adapt this. Adapt this is when we took what we just read and pitch it as a idea series, whatever the person pitching wants it to be. So since Amanda and Jeffrey are our guests on this show, we will have them pitch to Kent and I, who are whatever execs we are supposed to be in the sketch. So, okay, all right, we've <laughs> yeah. got our we've got our pitch. Okay. Uh, but we're, thank you we for want coming to, today. We yeah. want to go back in time. Oh. Uh, so we we like to pitch uh, like a newspaper syndicate circa like 1941. Uh, oh, okay. So what do you got for us? Great. Uh, first of all, I appreciate your Atlantic accents. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, please. We're, uh, we're in the 40s. We have we're, to talk We're all talking in that mid-Atlantic accent. All right. <laughs> the accent so, that never existed. Yep. <laughs> so what does America need now in its newspapers? Well, I'll, we'll tell you what they need. They need comic strips where two lazy people talk to one another, and the joke is that they're lazy. <laughs> this I, is Lazy Harry and Fat Trina, the comic strip. Yeah, lazy and fats. <laughs> one of them's lazy. The other one's fat. It's the perfect comic duo. <laughs> it's a classic formula. I mean, we've seen it time and time again. So please tell us, what's the, uh, what's the angle? What, how is it going to be different from other fat and skinny tropes? Absolutely. Well, first of all, they're both fat. We didn't specify that Lazy Harry was, was wasn't fat. Yeah, he's Harry also fat. Harry is also fat. <laughs> Trina gets the fat moniker because she's slightly less lazy than Harry. Right. It all makes sense when you read the strip. Yeah. So <laughs> you're doubling down. I like it. We feel we feel like with the skinny and fat, we're losing fifty percent of the funny. They should both be fat. Double That's fat. Double the funny. So first of all, they're both fat. So, uh, so you get uh, Lazy Harry, who's always trying to scheme out of doing work. Uh -huh. And then you have Fat Trina, who comes up with a clever Rube Goldberg-style device <laughs> for, how to, uh, for how to implement his scheme. And then the third panel, they're both lazy and they're both happy. They're both lying on a sofa or a bed or a couch. Uh, yeah, it's right after Blondie on uh the sunday funnies page that's right you got I, I, the bloody lazy hairy power block 
I have a note. Do do they have an animal sidekick of some kind? Like they that's got a mouse good. and a bee, a mouse and a bee. The Unlikely. Bee, I like it. The, they the bee does all the work making their honey. And the bee is very resentful, but the bee is like, well, I got to make honey. I'm a bee. What am I going to do? This is my biological (laughs) imperative. That sucks, but I got to do it. (laughs) And the mouse is always trying to steal the honey and just trying to get them, get his little paws on that honey. (laughs) No, no, no. And (laughs) And that's why. uh, Good. Oh, and that's why there's this, uh, another animated friend, the stick. And magical animated <laughs> stick <laughs> that, that uh, oh, did I mention that Fat Trina is a witch? To chase this mouse. So, no, you missed that in the pitch. I, I didn't see that in here. I don't know if we're going to get the, the wives who only uh, sit at home and don't do anything uh, to read this comic because of the witch. I mean, that might not appeal to them. But uh, I do like the note of the stick being a character because that's fantastical. And I feel like that element is missing with the magical or the, the, the you know, the uh, the bee and the mouse who are also one of our biggest that. sponsors is a stick salesman company. So this is going to be great. This is per- okay, great. This is perfect. It's going to be whatever the company's name is. It's that brand of stick. <laughs> and we're going to show the logo a lot. And get people really excited about these sticks. Sticky, the, the stick talking sticks by stickers. That's oh right. yeah, yeah this is go. a sticker. This is definitely a sticker stick. <laughs> so, what do you say? Can we get this into ten thousand newspapers by tomorrow morning? And do we the own the robot catalog. <laughs> do we own the full rights to it? Yeah, uh, y- uh, yes, but we somehow still get rich because it's the early forties. Cartoonists are rich at this time. <laughs> well, then I think we can sign off on that. How do you feel about that, Kent? I think we're in business. Yes, we did it. Huzzah! <laughs> so I want to say I want to say thank you. That was a very well done. Uh, but also I wanted to say thank you both, Amanda and Jeffrey, for being on the show today. I think this has been yeah, a very we successful it. book club. You know, this oh, my great. goodness. Th- thank you for having us. This was so much fun. We, uh, I've we, learned a lot of lessons today. I learned <laughs> some lessons. We had some laughs. Uh, this was great. Thank you so much. Yeah, well, thank you. And just so you dear listeners know, again, Amanda Menda, Amanda Meadows and Jeffrey Golden, they are the hosts of Dirt Cheap, a brand new podcast that has two episodes out as of right now with more li- more coming by the time you listen. And uh, and uh, again, we just want to say thank you for being on our show. This is uh, Nick and Kent. Uh, yeah, uh, before you go, uh, wh- any other like social medias you want to plug? Yeah, uh, social media. Absolutely. I so, uh, yeah, on the Twitter, time. you can find us, uh, our podcast at Dirt Cheap Pod. Um, if you want to follow me personally, it's at Amandonium. So, Amanda, but then at the end, it's Onium. Um, and Jeffrey is at Jeffrey Golden. And that's G E O F F R E Y, like the giraffe. Jeffrey the giraffe. So, Jeffrey Golden, all in, all one. All in one. Yeah, and you can follow uh, my my uh, publishing uh, employer, Oni Press, at Oni Press on all the places. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you so much. We greatly appreciate it, and we'll we'll have you again uh, back on soon. Oh, our, our pleasure. It. We'd love to come back. Oh yes, oh yes, for sure. Uh, we have many, many bu- bu- uh, book clubs in the future. I can't talk. Goodbye.